Hello, warriors. How are you guys doing this evening? Happy Halloween to you all. Happy Halloween to all of you. I mean, it is October the 22nd. We only have like uh, maybe, what, uh, eight days left until the big night. Uh, um, and tonight with me, guys, uh, tonight I have Mick Mac. Go ahead, say hey, Mick. How's it going, everybody? Thanks for having me again. And uh, Miss Kelly Dunsmore. Hello. And as I said before, guys, happy Halloween. We are really, very, very, oh, now I can't talk. <laughs> we are very excited to be uh, here tonight discussing Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the, begin the beginning. Which, um, if you guys, uh, you know, uh, know anything about the Texas Chainsaw Ma Massacre uh, franchise, this is like the prequel to the reboot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, which was made in 2003. This was made in, uh, and released in 2006. And it stars Jordana Brewster from, um, of course, you know, the faculty and um, uh, the... Fast and Furious movies, and um, I think she played on the uh, on the show Dallas too when it came out. The the remake or the reboot of Dallas. Uh, but yeah, uh, Mick and Kelly, Kelly. First and foremost, Happy Halloween, guys! You know, Happy Halloween and Happy Halloween. Uh, now. What does Halloween mean to you guys? I mean, um, I I know to me. Uh, um, and I think um, if you listen to any of my uh, podcasts last year and the year before, uh, I, I Halloween. What Halloween means to me is um, not. I don't really celebrate Halloween as Halloween, if that makes any sense. I celebrate it as um, just watching horror movies all month. You know, which is which is basically what I do all year anyway. But you know, it's this, it's this. Um, to me, it's so nostalgic. You know, uh, I, I mean, Halloween to me is um, not about demons, and it's not about doing evil. It's as to me, it's about having fun. Um, I remember when I was a kid, when me and my brother, um, my brothers would um go out trick-or-treating with my mother my mom would have uh would take take us to the good side of town for all the good candy you know and i remember that and i remember you know just watching scary movies up until that point up until that point of halloween you know uh so that's what halloween is for me so uh what is halloween for you guys like um Oh, Mick, we'll start with you first. Uh, like, what does Halloween mean to you? And do you celebrate it as, uh, you know, as what it is? Or do you just, you know, well, I'll let you explain. What, what do you? Okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, Halloween's always been my favorite holiday. I mean, my birthday is two days before. So All right. Friday is my birthday. So growing up my whole life, my birthday was celebrated at the same time as Halloween. So oh, I yeah. Always, I was always exposed to just Halloween stuff and horror movies have been my favorite thing since I was a little kid. So 
just like you, it's like the whole month of October, I try to dedicate as much time as I can to watching horror movies. I right, watch yeah. them year round, but during October, that's all I want to watch, you know? Yeah. It's, so yeah, Halloween has just always been just my favorite time of year. I mean, oh, absolutely. I love Absolutely, I, I too. I, I would, I would too, if my birthday was two days before Halloween, or if my birthday was on Halloween, I would most definitely celebrate it. <laughs> and and uh, Kelly, how about how about you, ma'am? What does Halloween mean to you, or how do you celebrate Halloween? Or you know, yeah, I love Halloween. I feel like it's just, you know, part of who I am. And that's why I got the tattoo that has, you know, Halloween slash horror mixed in. And I love that that's, you know, a permanent part of me now forever. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just feel like Halloween is the one time of year where everybody is like us for one month. You know, I feel like I know I know people who never watch horror, but they're like, well, it's October, so I'll watch one horror movie, you know, like, right. you want to be able to convince them any other time of the year, but you can convince them in October. So I feel like everyone becomes a little bit like us in October, and it just makes me feel, like, so nice. And I think like, yeah. everyone can experience the experience all year long. What I love is I, that people will... Yeah, I love everything about it. Yeah, you know what I what I lo- love is people will come to us for advice on what to watch. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, it, it, yeah, I like. To do that. Uh, you know, or they'll, um, you know, uh, like um, uh, one of the group members um, uh, was asking me and Miss Ingrid because me and Miss Ingrid have went live on Tuesday. Uh, with with each other, and uh, he was saying how how his wife uh, she's not into horror movies, but you know they were. But he was slowly getting her into horror movies, and so so he's um uh, he started her off with oh gosh I forget what he said, but we were giving him ideas on how to start her off. Like you know uh, a good starter movie would be like Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, and uh, that was mine. Uh, and uh, yeah. um, another good starter would be uh, probably well, depending on the age, would be the Monster Squad. <laughs> oh yeah. So, uh, but that depends. That, that that's more so if you want a child to start into horror, you start with Monster Squad. So. Oh, yeah. uh, but uh, well, before we get started with um, with the questions and going into everything um, with Texas um, Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, I actually want to start with um, um, something that I had actually just um, created for this season, and I'll probably go into next season too. But um, it's um, it's called Other Groupers Reactions. And what this is, is, um, well, every single time I do a podcast, I always put the podcast um, that I did up on other horror groups and stuff. And uh, and they always comment on it and everything like that. And, so, and I always find one comment from, from a group that I really like and that, I, that either I think is really funny or I just think that I agree with the comment made or it just speaks to me in some kind of way 
And uh, last week, I spoke about Sleepwalkers, uh, Stephen King's Sleepwalkers, which was uh, made in 1992. And uh, one of the um, groupers from, uh, uh, oh my goodness, where is he from? Uh, oh, True Horror Fans. She's from the True Horror Fans group. And she had this to say. Now, this is about sleepwalkers. Uh, her name is Crystal Shively. She says, I've never watched it. Be- I've never watched it, which is sleepwalkers, because I was under the impression that cats are killed in the movie. And I love cats. <laughs> And and that spoke to me because I was like, well, yeah, I can understand her logic on that. And I just want to say that cats are killed on Sleepwalkers. So if you do love cats or any other animal and don't like to see them hurt, do not watch this. <laughs> do not watch Sleepwalkers because they uh, they do kill cats. So, but it's a good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah, Kelly, it's probably good that you didn't watch Sleepwalkers. I don't think you would like it. <laughs> I think I might be with my I don't think you would like it. Oh, Midnight Mass on Netflix. So good. I love that. And I, the first thing I told Brian when it was over, oh, I have to do this on my podcast. Yes! Oh my gosh, I better be happy because it was so good. So I, I, I'll pro- it'll probably be next year for Easter. I'll probably Perfect. have my yes. mask on. Mark me down. I love that movie. And yes, uh, it actually wasn't even a movie, right? It was like a show. Yes, TV show is what I meant. Yeah, guys. yeah. Uh, now let's go on to talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Beginning. Now, first, uh, what are your opinions on uh, this movie? I, uh, Mick, I know you just uh, got done watching it not too long ago. So, what's your um, what's your take on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning? I really, really liked it. I, it had been probably about three or four years since I watched it until just now. I mean, this is no secret. I love the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The original mm-hmm. is one of the greatest horror movies I've ever seen in my life. Yep, uh, and last year we discussed the original one, did we not? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yep, we discussed I, it. I love discussing that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, unlike a lot of people, the remake, the 2003 remake, most people that love the original hate the remake, but I think the remake uh, is probably yes. my favorite remake. Yep. Yep. And when I found out they were doing a prequel to the remake, I was like, well, I got to go see that too. You know, mm-hmm. I loved the remake so, so much. And yeah, I mean, I would say the 2003 remake is probably a better movie, but what I just got done watching is a lot more intense. And mm-hmm. I was just sitting there watching it like, wow, this is really brutal. So Very I love it. I think it's great. Very brutal, if you ask me. <laughs> and yeah. Ke- Kelly, how about you, huh? What do you think about uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning? It was not my favorite. Um, I mean, it was definitely watchable. I finished it and got through it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, well, it was just, I feel like, very cringy. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I was just like, ooh, like, this is not entertaining. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and, and might I say, 
I I know you, Kelly. It broke your number one rule, didn't it? Yes, it did. Also, <laughs> not really hard. So that's my number one rule. You know me the truth. Like, all right, hey, Dennis. <laughs> like, what's the number one rule? The end. Oh, what I'm did sorry, you say, Miss Kelly? What's your number one rule? Oh, uh, I want at least one person to live. Like just oh, one. Oh yeah. Just I'm, one person. <laughs> I turned to my wife when it was over, and I was like, oh, yeah, there's no survivors. They ran into them with their car. So I was like, all right, that's fine. Also, he was not wearing a seatbelt when that car crash happened. So, I mean, you know, he's like leather-based, but whatever. (laughs) Right. He didn't wear a seatbelt in a car crash. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, Mick, I'm like you. I, I, um... I liked this. I liked this movie, but the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre was <laughs> was oh my gosh to me it was a brilliant movie, and, and I, I I'm not really into remakes. If yeah, anybody like knows me, I'm not really into remakes. I, I I'm just not the um. This uh the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 and Dawn of the Dead are two of the best remakes ever. Absolutely. Two of the uh-huh. best remakes ever. And and yeah. to me it's proud it is kind of hard to top those those two. And uh but uh with this one I did like the acting. Now to me the storyline kind of was iffy. Uh, yeah. But, and I always say this, you can have a bad storyline, but the acting better make up for it. The acting made up for the storyline, if you ask me. Uh, Jordana Brewster, well, she always gives a 100% performance in everything that she does. Um, mm-hmm. And it, from the, uh, even the guy, um, the guy that plays her boyfriend, or I'm not sure if he was her boyfriend or fiance. I'm not really sure, but but he did really good. Um, the only actor that I really didn't like, uh, well, well, I, I'll go on. I, I'll tell you guys all of that when I um, go to you know who, which character was your favorite or not. But but yeah, I all in all, it was a really good movie. Like you said, Kelly, not the best by any means, but it was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Mick. Go ahead, huh? Oh, no. I was. Uh, I agree with you. It, it's a good movie, not as good as the 2003 version. And yeah, the, the story did kind of, you know, fall flat in places, but yeah, I had fun watching it. I, I, yeah, I, I and that's it. the that is the thing right there. You have to have fun watching these movies. If you don't have fun, then what's the point? You know, mm-hmm. you, uh, there's no point in watching them. But uh, uh, you want to be, you want to be scared. You want to have fun, and you want to feel s- something for the characters. You know, so. Mm-hmm. All right. So my f- number one question, my first question, I should say, is what is your favorite scene in Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning? And Mick, we'll start with you first. What's your favorite 
Oh man, there's a lot. <laughs> um, I would I, one of my favorite scenes that kind of stood 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 out to me was uh, when the two guys, Eric and uh, Dean, were basically strung up in the barn, and uh, the sheriff Hoyt or whatever took Dean out there, and he basically was forced torturing him and making him do push-ups. Yeah, and then it was also going to the scene in the house where Dior Baird's character is laying on the ground and Mama Hewitt is sitting there singing her this little mockingbird <laughs> lullaby. And it was going back and forth between those two scenes. So it was like really intense and then really creepy and then really intense and then really creepy. And I was just, that scene was just like making me so uncomfortable. Yeah. But it was great. <laughs> yeah, and that's what you want. You want, you know, especially from a horror movie, you know, you, you want to, like I said, you want to feel something, whether it's intense or whether it's fear or whether it's, you know, even, you know, uh, oh, gosh, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> you want to yeah. feel something. And that's that's good. So and uh, Kelly, how about you? Hun? What is your favorite um, scene? Um, I think my favorite scene was probably I just felt like like cinematically it looked really good um mm -hmm. was where i don't i can't know her name but um the the one oh bailey i think it was yeah bailey was running yeah. away she had escaped yeah through the window after stabbing him um and yeah he just comes out with her after her with like the chainsaw in the air and everything i thought that just it just looked really cool and it was like ah oh, chainsaw massacre you know it just like screams the essence of the movie yeah and so that was <laughs> my favorite thing yeah yeah it was great <clears throat> yeah uh let's see my favorite scene was actually the beginning and it wasn't because i mean because we uh i mean watch at the beginning you would you wouldn't know that it was going to be a scary movie or anything like that because you know the woman had just given birth and everything like that but but i liked it yeah I liked it because um, uh, the scene after that is when Luda May uh, finds the baby in the uh, in the dumpster, and and I like that. Um, like she, I I liked that she actually took the baby home and made him hers. You know, uh, granted, you know the family was crazy. You know, but. If she would have left the baby there, he would have died. So I, I really like that. You know, I, I'm a mother, so <laughs> I, you know, of course that you know they, you know, tugs at my heartstrings. You know, like oh, yeah, the baby lives because she, she took it upon herself to, to take this baby and say, you know what, I am going to raise this baby. Granted, I'm gonna make him a killer, but but I'm going to raise this baby. And then here comes Monty. That's the ugliest thing. That's the ugliest little thing I've never seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> leave it to leave it to a man to say that. No, sorry, Mick. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, uh, what is your least favorite part of this uh, movie, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning? Kelly, uh, what's your least favorite part? 
Um, I think kind of just what you both kind of mentioned that the storyline just kind of fell flat at times. Yeah. Um, I don't even necessarily know that I could explain like which part. I just I feel like I wasn't fully invested in it, which is what you want from a movie. Yes. And something I feel about it too. Fell flat for me. Like I said, I don't even almost can't even explain like which part. But yeah, something yep. about it overall, I wasn't fully invested in it. I, I feel you on that, Kelly, because actually uh, when I was watching this, I was cleaning up my room or at least trying to clean up my room. <laughs> and I really didn't, I really wasn't paying much attention. I mean, I was paying attention to it, but not paying attention to it, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that's how I feel when I watched it. I feel like mm-hmm. I gave it like half my attention, but I still caught everything that was going yeah. on. Exactly. Like, I want a movie that is, like, so good that I'm not even, like, on my phone or anything. Because I'm like, no, I can't miss anything, you know? Yes, like, yes, yes. And it's, that was not this. <laughs> and, and, I, and every single time I put the movie on, I actually was doing something, you know. And, and it got half of my attention, but most of it was off somewhere else. So, yeah, I, I, I yeah. agree with you. Uh, uh, Mick, how about you, hon? What what was your least favorite scene? Um, I kind of agree with both of you. There were there were moments where I was because I I've seen it before, so I knew what was coming, and I was kind mm-hmm. of looking forward to that second and third act to you know get going once they got back to the Hewitt house. That's where the movie really starts to pick up. Yeah, uh-huh. I think probably the scene where they stopped off at the gas station. You know, it's like okay, it's the gas station scene again. We've seen that in Chainsaw Massacre multiple times. And, it's kind of it was just a little awkward, and it really didn't move the story along that well. Other than introduce the bikers, which were kind of, you know, they were kind of irrelevant characters anyway. But, yeah. So once yeah. it got past all that and it got to the Hewitt house, that's where the movie really started taking off for me. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And who was your favorite character? Uh, Kelly, we'll start with you for for this one, huh? Uh, who was your favorite character in the Tex- Texas Chainsaw Massacre? The beginning. I believe Eric. He was one played by Matt um, Bomber, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, he was my favorite because he was just yeah very reasonable and brave. You know, he said he was seen when he wasn't, and he just kind of seems to keep the group together. And uh, um, yeah. So he was definitely my favorite. I mean, the girls, I feel like, just were kind of inconsequential, which, I mean, you know me, Latrice. I'm always such a girl's girl, like, yes, woman power. But, yeah, the the movie could have been just the brothers, to be honest, and there still would have been the same plot line, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I feel like the girls really got important or really had that much of a personality. And then Dean was kind of just useless and kind of whiny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one good scene was, like you said, make the push-up scene. He was, he did come through in that scene. And he was being tortured through throughout. So he did come through in that scene. I will still give him that. But otherwise, Eric was the better brother, so. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And Mick, how about you? Who was your favorite um, character? Well, even though he could easily be considered a hated character, I would say uh, Sheriff Hoyt, played by Arlie Ermey, he stole every scene that he was He in. did. He really did. Even though he was, even though his dialogue and just his just his character was so dark and twisted, I just found myself smiling every time he was on the screen. <laughs> 
It was pretty wild. I found myself laughing. He did it. He did it comically. He played him in a comic. He was comical. He played him in a comical way. Now, question though, why did they cut off that one guy's legs? I didn't get that. That's the guy that was part of their family, right? Oh, uh, it was because when that biker guy came in looking for his biker girlfriend, he shot him in the knee. Since when is amp- that's what I thought, but since when is amputation a part a treatment for a gunshot? <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess that, that part was so well, Listen, they were a crazy family. <laughs> yeah, even him up because it might get infected. Like, how is that going to make it not get infected? Like, what? Yeah, I was like yeah. dying. I was like, what is happening? Well, remember, <laughs> they're cra- they're a crazy family. They don't. They didn't want yeah. anybody that. That was for with the law, you know. They they didn't want to go to a hospital. Said, they didn't yeah, want the cops like, there. So comical because he was just like, "Well, hold him down because I don't think he's gonna like this very much." <laughs> <laughs> that line made me laugh so much. I, yeah, I, same. I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> I literally laughed out loud. I did too. <laughs> oh man. Well, um. My favorite character, I actually really liked Chrissy. Uh, I, I, I thought that she was, uh, because I liked that she was for Eric all the way. You know, she, uh, she knew him. You know, she knew that the war was in him, and she was okay with that. Uh, you know. She was so supportive. I love she, that. Yeah, she, she really was, was very supportive. She was like, you know, like, this is what he needs to do for himself. And so even if I don't agree with it. Right. I'm going to be there for him. I'm going to be there for him. And, you know, and although she did understand why Bailey and Dean didn't want to do that. She understood that. And that was the supporting. Yeah, that was the supporting side of her. Yep. So that's why that's why she was my favorite. Yeah, I get that. And who was your least favorite character? Uh, Mick, we'll go to you for this one. Who was your least favorite character uh, in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, I don't know. It's really hard to pick a least favorite character. I mean, I guess, uh, say, according to IMDb, she's just known as the tea lady. That, that lady, the neighbor, oh, yeah. came by and was talking to Mama Hewitt. Oh, I don't know if it was. There was just something about her character, her her way of talking or something. It was just kind of like, okay, I really don't care about her much. She's just kind of annoying. Well, Let's move on. And, and, you know, I'll probably talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the 2003 remake at some point. But yeah. she was actually on there, too. She was on that yeah, one, yeah. too. And I didn't yeah. like her on that one. I thought that she was, I thought that her character was completely just useless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean... I don't know. I just I couldn't really get into her character, and I was really just ready for her to get off the screen. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. No disrespect to the actress, yeah. I'm you know, but oh it's, yeah, it's no, the most definitely the character her itself, that just the character yeah. was just you know, like I said, uh, you know, and I agree with you, Mick. It was just she was just useless, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kelly, how about you, hun? Who was your least favorite character? Um, probably the biker chick because 
at least the biker guy, I mean, I know he wasn't, like, trying to help them at all, but at least he was somewhat helpful, you know? He came yeah. in, gave it his best go, failed epically, but you know, good for him. Um, the biker chick, yeah, she, like, was so useless, made them crash. Well, the cow made them crash, but she didn't help. Um, no, she yeah. didn't. Which, by the way, did not expect them to just crash into the cow like that. That was wild. Yeah. Um, I thought they were going to miss the cow. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she was just, I mean, I know she was on the stream match, but, yeah, she was kind of, um, very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. she was trying to kill them, so I kind of, yeah, I kind of so feel like, nice. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like, yeah, she had what was coming to her. But however, I didn't like. I didn't. I see. I'm the total opposite, Kelly. I didn't like the biker guy, and here is why. He did not shoot to kill the sheriff. <laughs> he had the yeah. sheriff right where he wanted him, but he did not. He was like, where's the girl? And just, I know, you know, I know. just hold it. Listen, if you're going to shoot this crazy man, you better shoot this crazy man because this man is crazier than you. He's going to sue you first. <laughs> Just like he did with the biker chick. <laughs> so, I mean, he uh, he got out the car shooting at her. So, <laughs> you know, it kind of reminded reminded me of um, uh, um, the stepfather. And I discussed the stepfather with uh, my fiance and um, uh, Adrian and a friend of mine, uh, Jeremy Covington. Uh, and that was a good discussion too, guys. You guys should really check that out. We did that for Father's Day. And uh, uh, well, in that one, there's this guy who was, uh, you know, preparing himself to go up against the the stepfather. And when he gets there, he le he left the gun in his coat. He had to reach for the gun, get, therefore giving the the stepfather the advantage to. To stick him with the knife that he had in his hand. You're so useless. What the fuck? <laughs> That's useless. Come on. <laughs> so I felt like that about this guy. I'm like, okay, you're just gonna. You you. What did you go in there for? You're so. What the heck? Good are you? You're useless. So yeah. So yes, <laughs> he was my least favorite character just for that reason. Um, and let's see. Oh, whose kill was <laughs> whose kill was more more brutal in your opinion? Now, because like you said, Mick, this is a br brutal, intense movie. So, whose kill was more brutal in your opinion? Oh man, um, I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up between Eric's kill and the biker guy's kill. Oh they, yeah, they were. Oh. They were. I mean, that biker guy. I mean, just knowing, like, you put yourself in his shoes. I mean, he's mm. being pinned down to a chainsaw, and you. I mean, he knows what's about to happen as soon as Leatherface oh. reaches down and starts that thing up. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Well, this dude oh. is about to be in a world of pain. I mean, it was just brutal, brutal. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. 
and, and Kelly, but how about Eric's, Eric's death was really brutal. Oh, yeah, way. yeah, yes, sir. And, and Kelly, how about you? Who's who's a uh, kill scene was more brutal than anybody else's, in your opinion? I mean, I think Eric's was pretty awful, like you said, because yeah, you could see like the yeah. muscle and everything. And ugh, that was, I mean, that was pre death, but still, that was pretty awful. Um, I mean, if we're going with unexpected, I gotta say the cow, because I did not expect that. <laughs> like, whenever they, that happens in TV shows or movies, they swerve and they miss the animal. So, like, it just exploded, and that was just came out left field for me. So, it's a toss up between Eric and the cow for me. I'm <laughs> angry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how any of them survived that crash. As brutal as right. I don't, an impact especially Christy being thrown into the field. If you're thrown out of a car into a car crash, like you're not okay. You don't just yeah. Start it, yeah, you like, don't unless it's yeah. Some, like, get up, yeah. But normally you do not just get up and start walking around. Like she would have been seriously injured. <laughs> yes. Yeah, most definitely. And well, my um uh in my opinion, uh Eric's killed, yes. I agree uh, wholeheartedly, um, Mick. Uh, Eric's kill was totally brutal. I mean, and and, and just the fact that uh, Chrissy was under him, wow, that was going on. That makes it even more brutal. Yeah, that had to be so traumatizing for her. Yes. To just, just basically to, listen to it happen. To listen to it and, and witness blood. it because, you know, the, uh, uh, the blood was going every which way and, oh. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so now that we got the brutal out the way, whose kill scene was your favorite, though? Uh, did you have a favorite kill scene? Uh, you know, not the... Uh, maybe it wasn't the most brutal uh, scene that you liked, but it was your favorite kill scene. So what was... Uh, <laughs> Kelly, we'll go, to, we'll go to you first. Uh Whose kill scene was your favorite? Um, favorite—that's hard one. Um, I think probably Bailey's because that one was just very shocking and like fast. Like, uh, like obviously knew Eric was gonna die and everything. That was kind of obvious. Um, but yeah, Eric. Um, Bailey's was just kind of fast and brutal. So, yeah. And, oh, my favorite. You probably didn't suffer much, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, that is good. Yeah. <laughs> and Nick, how about you? Who whose kill scene was your favorite? I would probably say Eric's kill scene, just because the whole scene in general was probably just it was so dark and traumatic and just intense. Yeah. I mean, him being you know nailed down to that table he couldn't move and when Chrissy finally found him he's already has arms split open he's already suffering and he's trying to tell her just to go and she she loves him she's not going to leave him so she tries to save him and then when Leatherface comes down the stairs all she can do is hide and then she just witnesses and hears and sees blood all over I mean that whole scene was just really intense and and they and they acted very well during that scene they didn't play it cheesy they didn't play it over the top they played it just right yeah it was very dramatic very yeah and let's see 
Let's see. Well, my favorite kill scene is like it's it's lame compared to to y'all's favorite, but I I actually really love the biker chicks kill scene because <laughs> he just got off the car and he was like, she was like, oh, I'm glad you're here, officer, and he said, I just bet you are. Bam. <laughs> yeah. She didn't even have time to react. And I bet she's like, man, I was trying to kill these guys. Like, he kills me instead. <laughs> and she tried to be such a badass. You know, uh-huh. when he pulled up, she was she's like, like, she told she's him, like cool. I didn't even get a chance to kill anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So here's my last question uh, for you guys. And it is my deep question. How does Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, uh, pertain to the Bible? And uh, I'll go ahead and answer this first, guys. Uh, <clears throat> so I wrote down in my notes. Um, I started to ask myself while I was watching this uh, movie, because the last time I watched it, I did make myself sit down and actually watch it all the way through. Uh, so, uh, when, so when I did that, I started to ask myself, can, ser- can serial killers really be saved? Because um, I didn't think that this movie really pertained to the Bible at all. But I asked myself, I said, I w- wonder if serial killers can really be saved by, by Jesus. And the answer is yes. I Googled it and uh, came across this article that spoke about um, how Dahmer, how Jeffrey Dahmer, and I think we all know who Jeffrey Dahmer is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, he actually um, was the most uh, twisted serial killer of our time. And he actually gave his life to God and accepted Jesus. And um, the article uh, also spoke about uh, this scripture, um, uh, and I brought it down. Let me see. It's um, Second Chronicles uh, 33, 10 to 13. And it says, The Lord spoke to Manasseh and his people, but, but they paid no attention. They paid no attention to the Lord. So the Lord brought against them the army commanders of the king of Assyria, um, who took Manasseh prisoner and put a hook in his nose and bound him with bronze shackles and took him to Babylon. In his distress, he sought the favor of the Lord, his God, and humbled himself. Uh, and humbled himself um, greatly before the God of his fathers. And when he prayed to him, the Lord was moved by his entreaty and listened to his plea. So he brought him back to Jerusalem and to his kingdom. Then Manasseh knew that the Lord is God. And if serial killers such as Dahmer or even David Berkowitz, and I don't know if you guys know who David Berkowitz is, but he was the killer that, uh, uh, he was the serial killer in New York. They did a movie on him, Summer of Sam. Uh, he was called the Son of Sam. 
uh, he actually gave his life over to the Lord Jesus as well. He's still in prison, though. I think I think Jeffrey Dahmer, I think he was executed. But David Berkowitz is still alive. He's still in jail. But uh, he did give his life to the Lord. He accepted grace. You know, and that's just what Jesus is. Jesus is grace. And um, let's see. I uh, Yeah. Uh, if they can come to Christ and be accepted by him, then we could be accepted too. Now, I don't think the Sawyer family was uh, interested in being saved at all, <laughs> but there are so many benefits of living a life with Jesus, and there really is. Um, and and that's all. That's all I have for that question, <laughs> uh, Kelly. If you want to answer it, um, how does it pertain to the Bible, um, in your opinion? If you have an opinion at all. Um, yeah, I think what you said is just, um, I agree. You know, it's never too late to repent, and I wish people would do it before they commit any crime, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. And uh, Mick, same as you. You don't, you don't have to answer the question if you don't want to, uh, but um, it is out there if you want to. Uh, how do you feel? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, I agree. You know, I can't really follow what you just said. You kind of summed it all up there. But as far as pertaining to the Bible, like with the movie, I really don't see much other than a lot yeah. of blasphemous stuff that was in the movie. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it was it was like it was like dark comedy where they're sitting around. He's like, you know, I'd like we need to give thanks to the Lord for. These people, oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and that, like, yeah, I'm like, I'm sure the Lord really appreciates that, and yeah, know, it was, it's so dark, but. it is, it really is. And, and, it, and you know, a lot of people will, will see that, it was like, like you just said, blasphemy, you know, and I don't, I, I didn't see it as blasphemy as much, as much as kind of like these people are sick. They really, yeah. they really believe that that the Lord, uh, the Lord God, is actually listening to them when He's really not. Matter of fact, that I, I, I would say say that they're not even talking to our God. I think they were talking to probably the devil. <laughs> you know, or whatever God. Yeah, whatever God. That, yeah, praise. whatever God that cycle prays to. That's who they were talking to. They weren't talking to the Lord. Jesus, I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, but, I agree. But, uh, but, but, yeah. So that that's my take on on everything. And and thank you, guys, thank you guys for answering that question. Like I said, you you never have to answer that question if you guys don't want to. So just always tell me if you guys don't want to. No, it's no problem. Just with a movie like this, it's really hard to try to find any biblical references. It, it, it is. It is. And that's why yeah, I have to interested think. interested in what you're going to say, Latrice, because I'm like, Latrice, take it away. You got this one. <laughs> 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 you answer for us. <laughs> yes. Yes, ma'am. You know, I do. And see, that's why I was thinking outside the box. I was like, well, okay. I wonder, I wonder if serial killers can be saved <laughs> because that's what this, I mean, that's basically what they are, right? They're serial killers. They kill people that are driving along their 
backwards that they're backwards town right right they you know they're in the backwoods you know they're they're not in the city they are i mean that's a really small town that they're a part of and any outsiders come in uh if, if you break down just don't try not to break down there try try to you know to go if you have to go past there just drive straight on through don't stop don't pass don't 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 try to look at the view or anything like that just go we're crazy in texas yeah for real you know my (laughs) you know my brother my brother still won't uh drive certain places because he thinks the texas chainsaw massacre is real I just think it's so funny. He was like, that really happened. I, I'm like, no. It, it's loosely based on a true thing, but it, uh, I think it was based on Ed Gein or something. Yes. And, and, and that was years and years ago. That was before any of our time, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just funny to me that he's so scared to uh to take backwards you know the backwards anywhere so funny (laughs) uh but um i do have five fun facts to share with you guys and these are actually pretty good um fun facts very interesting um my first fun fact is um during filming r lee army uh who was um sheriff hoyt uh, was called away to his mother's deathbed. So for the remainder of the time, uh, a re- the remainder of the filming was done around his um, ca- around his character, because you know he was called away, so they had to get him in. Uh, <clears throat> my number two fun fact is, according to producer Brad Fuller. The film was given an NC-17 by the MPAA, and a total of 17 scenes had to be edited in order to get an R rating. Wow. I don't Uh, know what version I just watched, but it was pretty brutal. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, and see, I have the DVD. I bought the DVD, so yeah. Uh, Who knows with the Blu-ray has on there oh my goodness can you imagine yeah i might have to try to hunt that one down um uh my fun fact number three is marietta uh marriage uh came up with the idea to sing hush little baby to bailey at the dinner table which director jonathan leadsman thought was one of the creepiest things in the movie so there you it go, Mitch. Even really the director. Was. It just made me squirm in my seat, man. It was so even weird. the director agrees with you. Uh, my fun fact number four is Jordana Brewster and producer Andrew Form met on this film. They began dating and then became engaged in 2006, married in 2007, and had their first child, son, a son named Julian, in 2013. Which is bittersweet because in 2013, she lost her movie husband, Paul Walker. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which was, oh, that hurt my heart. I love, I love Paul Walker. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty tragic. Yeah. Um, my fun fact number five also um, includes Jordana Brewster. It's, it's pretty funny, too. Uh, Jordana Brewster initially got made fun of for the way she ran during filming scenes in which her character Chrissy had to run. Jordana says she used to, uh, she was, she's used to running on a treadmill in form. So her future husband, Andrew Form, told her that she looked like she was running in the chariots of fire. They, they told her to run messy with her arms in the air and not go in a straight line. So Jordana said that she ended up running faster than the camera operators could go and was like, well, how's that with the last? <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So now we move on to the cast and crew that has passed away. And we do have quite a few, quite a few has passed away. Uh, um, Arlie Army himself, who plays Uncle Charles Hewitt uh, slash Cheryl Coy, he passed away from complications related to pneumonia on April 15th, 2018, three weeks after his 74th birthday. Yeah. Yeah, rest in peace to him. Uh, Terrence Evans, who plays Monty, he passed away on August 7th. 2015 at the age of 81. And um, Marietta Merritt, uh, she plays Luda May. She died on uh, on September 28th, 2017 of um, an erotic dissection at the age of 87. Um, that's the same thing that John Ritter passed away from. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Toby Hooper, he was the producer of uh, of this movie, and I think he produced all of them when he was alive. I think he was the yeah, producer. Yeah, I know he was a producer of the remake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he passed away from natural causes on August 26, 2017, at the age of 74. 74. And Robert Kuhn, he was the executive producer. He passed away on August 25th, uh, 2020. So last year, he passed away at the age of 83. All right. And we would move on to my group's reaction, but I don't think anybody answered my question. <laughs> I think I did see one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, pull it pull it up for me, um, Kelly, because I didn't. Yes, um, five hours ago, Paula Hansen answered. Oh, okay. She said, "Leatherface was not that way as a child. His mucked up family started it, then the institution, then back up to his mucked up family, and that cop that shot him in the face for no reason is on my sniper list." <laughs> wow, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They um uh, they did shoot him for no reason, right? That was on Leatherface, wasn't it? <laughs> that was yeah. yeah, on that movie Leatherface. Yeah, you know, I, I do plan on uh, discussing uh a lot more of these. 
So <laughs> I just don't know when. So, uh, but uh, so stay tuned for the uh, for the schedule. You know, for any of them, I just don't know yeah. when I'm gonna put them on the schedule. I just just don't know when. But uh, but yeah. Uh, well, well, we have come to the end of my podcast. Mick and Kelly, thank you guys so much for being with me tonight. This is actually the first of what I call my Halloween extravaganza. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, because, you know, I, I uh, for the le- next two weeks, I will be doing three um, podcasts. I'll do a podcast tonight. I'll do a podcast tomorrow, and then I'll do a podcast on Sunday as well. So, And I'm going to do it next weekend as well. So, you know, it's my way of celebrating Halloween. It's my way of, you know, just, um, yes, I, I, you know, I love discussing horror movies. So why not do um, two bonus ones, you know, for for the, you know. For the time, you know, for the Halloween season. Uh, tomorrow, I will be discussing The Grudge. And that is a, to, to me, that is the most scariest movie ever. Uh, yeah, I remember, I remember going with a group of friends to the theater to see that one. Uh, we talked about it for a while, so... Oh my gosh! I went. I went to go see that with my best friend, and we just was terrified. And I, I'm pretty sure that was the movie that made her say, "Uh, uh-uh, I don't like scary movies at all." Because I would always, because uh, she doesn't like scary movies, I would always uh, make her go see them with me because I had nobody else to see. <laughs> I had nobody else to see them with. So yeah. And so, and so, and to this day, she she blames me for her not liking scary movies. But like, it's not my fault that you are just a baby. No, yeah, <laughs> no. But uh, but I'm pretty sure that that was the movie that she was like, uh, uh-uh, nope, nope, never again. I'm not doing it. You can't make me. <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah. So I'm I'm discussing that with um, Lori Wood. Uh, she's a newbie on my um, podcast. I can't wait for that. I, I love having new people on my podcast. Uh, Lori Wood, um, Miss Ingrid Hubert, Constance Goodrich, and Marlene Miller. They will be on tomorrow. And then on Sunday, I'm discussing The Thing, the uh, 1982 movie. Now, that is a good movie. That's a good, scary movie, too. Uh uh, I'm discussing that with uh, Joshua Grant, um, Allison Stonewell, and Richard Moylan. So, so busy weekend for me for my podcast. I love it. Uh, so, guys, uh, listeners, um, if uh, uh, if you guys want to join my horror group, uh, please do. We. I, I love um, uh, adding new members when I can. I added two more um, today, uh, so we should be at seven. Let's, let's see, we were at seven twenty-seven the last I saw, so so we might be at seven twenty-nine now, uh, hopefully. Uh, but uh, but yeah, uh, just go to Facebook um, and uh, type in "Horror Movie Warriors" on the search engine. Um, they'll pop right up and go ahead and join. Um, 
we um uh uh the group itself is very fun uh kelly is a moderator for it and uh mick uh mac here he uh is a member of the group so um oh and we have fun we have so much fun don't we guys we have so much fun yeah oh yeah i love it and um also uh, if you guys want to get in contact with me, um, I do have an email address that you guys can uh, email me, me some questions if you have them or any comments or anything like that. Uh, my email address is carterlatrice126 at gmail.com. Again, that's carterlatrice126 at gmail.com. And you guys can use that same email address. Um, if you guys want to uh, leave me a tip, just go to PayPal and um, uh, just uh, go ahead and tip me as much as you want. Nothing is too big and nothing is too small. I accept anything. Uh, um, so um, if you guys like what you hear from every week from me, you guys can go ahead and leave me a tip on there. Um, Mick and uh, Kelly is always a pleasure with you guys. And until uh, tomorrow, listeners, when I uh, discuss the grudge, uh, this has been Latrice Carter and Mick Mack and Kelly Dunsmore. And we will uh, t- talk to you guys later. Happy Halloween for now. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody.